<laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Myra. And I'm Sochil Gonzalez, and this is Besties in Business, B2B TV, and we are so excited to talk all things publicity with Rachel Van Dolsen of DV... RVD. RVD. Yeah. I, was like, I couldn't make those initials in my mind. Um, PR. And we're going to talk about starting your own PR firm, but also get some tips and takeaways for any small businesses out there that are looking to hire a publicist and when's the right time. Right. Yeah. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. We're so excited to have you. And I think Thanks for having me. PR is one of these things where so many people want to go into PR and so we wanted to hear like sure. more about it. Um, well PR, yeah, I mean I started straight out of college. I went to UVA um, down south. I was an English major um, and I kind of was hooked up I worked at LaForce and Stevens, got a great... Awesome start. Yeah, great yeah. start. Um, I mean, it was a lot of work. I mm -hmm. did, I worked like, you know, crazy weeks. I worked on Belvedere and Love Clicquot there, which mm -hmm. sounds super glamorous. And it <laughs> was a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was a lot of work, and a, the hours were really intense. Right. So, I mean, I was just tossed into the deep end, which is probably why I have my own company now, but right. also, like... Right. Definitely why I have to dye my hair, because I'm sure I have gray hairs. Um, it just, yeah, it was just like, it was a crazy time, but I learned a ton. So yeah. definitely, I highly recommend, you know, starting at a crazy first job. Right, right. Get it out of the way. And <laughs> learn everything, right? Because there, you're just kind of, they, they throw you in, yeah. you just sink or swim, so. Totally. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of, like, I always tell people that I mentor a lot of girls that are just out of college or mm -hmm. in college, and I'm like, go get a job at, like, a real company. Like, I'm like, for a little bit, just so that you know, like, how to do a spreadsheet, you know, yeah. like, no, it's right. really true. Like, it's like how to answer a phone properly, right? Like, it's, it's so, so that stuff is great training. It's grounds. really true because I mean, I went in so green. Like, I was, I studied art history and English. I was oh, like this too, crazy. Oh, really? I was this crazy, like liberal arts minded yeah. girl. Uh -huh. yeah. Definitely knew how to write, which was invaluable, yeah. and still the number one thing I look for when hiring. But. I mean, I didn't really know much about Excel. Like, I didn't know all those right, things. Right, right. So I remember there were times where I would like get yelled at. Yeah. And it, you need to learn how to deal with that. And yeah. now, like, my sheet, my Excel spreadsheets are beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah. right. You just like you learn those key things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, what made you kind of motivate to decide to go off on your own? Mm -hmm. And did you already have kind of a client roster? in the back of your mind or definitely not it was an a it was a total accident um but yeah so i was working at laforce and then i then worked at nike communications which is another great boutique yeah. firm mm -hmm. um and I, I worked in spirits there too and hospitality um and then i went to grad school actually for art history oh um, yeah so that was a weird detour what period um this was i went to the new school uh, yeah for no, what years what period of oh um, oh art modern history. modern oh, yeah okay. i wrote I my like, thesis about clement greenberg <laughs> yeah she's like yeah um, so I was like, what like, period of time? Like Later 2009? Later we'll talk about Clement Greenberg. Yes, for sure. Yeah, well that was kind of, I talked a lot about that in the thesis. I will send you, if you could read it, 75 pages long. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I went to grad school. Um, I was a little burnt out on PR, but I was still freelancing at LaForce because, yeah. I, you know, you can never really escape. Yeah. And uh, Which was great because I was paying the bills doing that, mm -hmm. still getting to study. Um, and keeping my Rolodex going, which at the time I didn't know I would need, but ended up being great. Um, and then a friend of mine actually launched a grilled cheese restaurant called Little Munster. Oh my god! And we had worked together at LaForce. He was a photographer. A I know Little Munster grilled yeah. cheese. Um, and they were my first client. They were. It's a couple, Adam and Vanessa. They're awesome. Um, they hired me. They had worked with me, but you know I'd never done anything by myself before. Mm, yes. Um, so you know they had a small budget. They're like, we can't afford a big PR firm. Why don't you just do it? We know we like you. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like, 
I said yes and I thought I could do it, but I still to this day I'm kind of like that was like a little moxie like like that was right, a little yeah. was a little bit like what if you really screwed that up but it went really really well like uh -huh. it was like a total gangbusters great great press huge turnout um anyway so that kind of started me thinking like man like there really is a market for smaller agencies that mm -hmm. have reasonable retainers that yeah. can still pay their bills like i struggle with that to this day like keeping the retainers low yes but still being right. able to have Value a staff. Right. 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 Yeah, right. but anyway, like just an in-between. I mean, I love the LaForce and Stevens of the world. I love Nike Communications, but even those are boutique firms, but they have they charge like real rates. Yes. It's, it's a huge investment for a small company. Yeah, right. It is, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, so that was kind of what I saw as the whole. So yeah. when I graduated grad school, I was like, why don't I see if this is a thing? I'll freelance mm -hmm. out of my apartment. Um, and I obviously had great contacts. I knew a lot of people right. in the industry. Yes. So that definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I started working with Urban Space, which does pop-up markets around uh -huh. the city. They're still a client to this day. Um, and they're amazing. How and did anyway. you start getting your clients like in Word the beginning? Mouth, honestly. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of them off oh sure, they're making a lot of noise. Sorry. I wear too much. They jewelry. look wonderful though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Like, Jesse hates to tell people to no, accessorize. It's totally fine. Is the hair is the hair being weird? Okay. No. All right. Cool. Um, what I think is so interesting is how like you were working on such like kind of big known brands at La Force, mm -hmm. but how you've got such they're boutique but they're all very high style so it's mm -hmm. i it's funny if they're so i don't know if they're self-curated or if you turn away clients that don't seem to fit kind of your your like strong niche but yeah they all have a lot of hot like style and substance to them which is kind of interesting and i think that's a lot to do with the fact that a i i think i'm drawn to and the people who are drawn to me mm -hmm. it's kind yeah. of vice versa i mean i do now i'm much better about saying no to clients you mm -hmm. have to right I mean you just have to that's how you for get a many reputation exactly yeah. for many reasons though like for it could be budget it could be a million different things yeah. it could just be a, you want to make sure you can execute and do the best job possible mm -hmm. right um, and if you don't think you can because the person you don't really seem to jive or there's it could be a million things but now right. I'm really it's one of my big things I'm trying to be better about you know, learning to say no, which is hard right. for women in general, I think. <laughs> it is, but it's like, it keeps coming up today. This idea of editing, like yeah. your options is like almost the only real surefire way to growth because like, otherwise you get distracted by all the- For sure. Right, like, I mean, we've had that so many times. Oh, mm -hmm. we just did a call with somebody the other day and we were yeah. both like, I hope they say no so we don't have yeah. to because like sometimes it's just not the right fit and you're set totally. up to fail and it has such Right. right, and for you, as with us, um, it's a relationship. It's exactly. not, they're not coming in and buying something from you and then walking right back out. Exactly. Like, you are building this relationship. Totally, so it's all about, and I mean, of course, like, there are plenty of brands that are just getting started or, yeah. you know, maybe mm -hmm. need a little help, and that's yes. a great in, that's something yes. that I can help with. Yeah. I mean, I know, but I also, like, I work with and know a lot of great branding companies, yes. many of which are like women run. So I like will recommend those to clients right. or they'll recommend me. It's just, it's becoming nice to have a network of people I trust totally. who can refer me to clients. I know when they're referring someone to me. They're not gonna be crazy. That they're like, I mean, yeah. well, everybody's crazy, including me, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like, no, they're right, gonna be right, like right. great to work with yeah. or right. at least like get it. How yeah. do you manage expectations with something like what you do? Like, so if our other business is wedding related, so obviously like if we do our job the wedding 
wedding will happen, assuming both people don't change their yeah. minds. And shit. Right, right. <laughs> right? Like, but on our end, we're good. Yeah. Like, how, oh, on God, your it's side, the you're thing. selling something that you can't guarantee. And like, how do you manage yeah. expectations for that? And how do you keep the relationship positive when maybe it can't pain? There wasn't enough of a story there. Do you know right. what I mean? To like, definitely. Yeah. And this is what makes PR such a stressful, hard job. And this right. is what you know, is the reason I'm stressed a lot of the time. It's because you can't, it's editorial, you can't guarantee anything. Right. But the key is, you know, working with the client ahead of time yeah. to let them know kind of these are the bare bones. This is the bare minimum of what we really think, no matter what we can get for you. Right. Mm -hmm. So that they know that everything beyond that is is great and mm -hmm. we really think that we can get you more. Right. But being honest about upfront what they can expect. You right. know, not everyone's mm -hmm. gonna be on the Today Show in the first month of working with us, no. right. you know, like, no. and you know, but I do wanna know where they wanna see themselves. Right. It just takes right. time. It's all a matter of like, one thing will lead to the next, will lead to the right. next, and those relationships, building a great relationship with an editor, for them, not just for me. I mean, obviously I have them, but I also want my clients to feel like they right. get to know them too so that the editor, when they're writing a trend piece, will come to them. Or yes, and then mm -hmm. also it's a lot of training, right? Because like, yes. <laughs> of them, because you know, and this will, I wanna make sure we talk about this, about doing, when you need to bring somebody in, but like we did our own PR for the de genesis of our business. And mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we would always get called back is because we were really good about responding and being very thorough and giving probably more than what they needed. And that's probably that's key. important to train your clients with because mm -hmm. while you can pitch them, you can't, you can't make it. You can't write yeah, that for them yeah, or tell to have like get inside their brain to know. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's media training yeah. is a huge part of what we put in our yeah. contract. So it's yeah. it's a like when we give you you know media are often on deadlines. Right. And we have to, and often it's annoying, but they will email us and be like, we need this by five o'clock today, and it's four thirty. Right. But like, that's fine. They they're it's crazy being in a newsroom. So yeah. I understand it. So if we can turn it around as quickly as possible, yeah. which you know drives my boyfriend crazy because I'm on my phone all the time, <laughs> right. but it's right. it's really important to be aware and you know answer them, give them what they need, know the format that they need it in, right. not add too many, add extra information, but not so much so extra much information that, that they can't right. get to what they need. Right. right, that it's not manageable and yeah. it's easily accessed, right? Totally. Like, um, how do you, so, Okay, this is interesting. We have this in our other company also, but how do you sell yourself in a sea where there's lots of people that don't necessarily know what they're doing? Because mm -hmm. I always like say, in my past life before we started this business, I was like, there's so many, I was like, you don't know when you have a good publicist until you've had bad ones, yeah. right? Like That's so true. And, I have a great client, Macaroon Parlor. They just opened uh -huh. the first cat cafe in New York called Meow Parlor. Oh, I saw that. Which was a media site. sensation. Yes. Um, but they're amazing. It's a great, they're a couple as well. And um, Emily is another partner in the yes. business. Anyway, but they had a publicist they did not like that much. I don't even know who it is, so I won't name drop them. Right. But, and they, when they came on, we did the opening of their second Macaroon Parlor location. And they were, you know, pretty down on PR. I remember being like, wow, I really hate PR. Like, right. and I was kind of like, oh man, like this could be, I hope I make them like it. But now they're like the biggest proponents of PR. Yeah. And they're yeah. such supporters of me and referring me to other people because they had a great experience. Right. And it's all just a matter of, you know, some brands, PR isn't the right thing for them right, right. then, right, right there. It's not the right thing to invest in for everybody. That's important for people to know also. Like, yeah. There might not be a story yet. Yeah, yeah. It, do it. I'm the biggest proponent of waiting until you have 
the right, you have a great branding, you have your branding on, on like, you know, looks good. Your website is in progress or almost ready to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know kind of what it is you're trying to say about yourself. And of course, my job is to help package that and make that newsworthy. You don't have to come to me with a perfect story. Right. At least some ideas of what it is that you think is pressworthy about what you're doing. You know, a little bit of forethought into what's going on here. Right. And right. then we can help you package that. Um, but yeah, it usually takes, you know, four to six weeks for me to pull together a really nice press kit, but it should take them a lot of thinking before they even engage right. with me. Right, and I think like it's it's an important thing for people to understand that it's an investment, but it still requires input, right? Mm -hmm. It's not. It's a two-way street, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a two-way street, and it's a little bit more like maybe the better way to people to think about it. It's more like working with an architect and a designer of like you've got to be able to articulate what it is that you want, like the mm -hmm. right, like yeah. yeah. Well, we start every relationship by giving them a welcome questionnaire, uh -huh. where we just basically ask them all about their business, their existing logos, yeah, just like an information you know, database for us right. because that, and we, you know, ongoing, we'll continue asking questions, but it's the most important thing for us is to have the assets that mm -hmm. we need. If we don't have great photos, we're not going to get great press. If we don't right. have a great bio and a headshot for you, or you, or you'll let us take one with our photographers. Right, right. Um, so those are just non-negotiable. And if someone's going to be difficult about it and be like, oh, but we can use this. If also trust us that we know what we're doing. Right. Yes. right. And also, you know, it's a relationship, exactly. Like, be willing to be a part of it and tell right. us what you want, and uh -huh. we can get that for you. Um, how, like, do, how much do people ask you about, like, ROI, specific ROI? All the like, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and I guess, like, I mean, if it's a brick and mortar store, I guess you can see that, but mm -hmm. if it isn't, then it's it's gotta be harder to convey to people. It's tough, I mean, I always tell them, we monitor, you know, we give them circulation information, we mm -hmm. give them, you know, media impressions mm -hmm. um, for every hit that we get for them. So that's a number that they can do with Ever they, you know, it's a great number for them mm -hmm. to see how many eyeballs saw this. But also, we really encourage our clients to like tell us if they saw an uptick in sales after a big story, right? Or right. if they got, you know, more email requests or more, you know, whether it's e-commerce or right. more bodies in the store. We did a big event at Uma Tamakaria, which is the sushi concept we work with, uh -huh. um, last week, last Tuesday night. It was an Instagram-focused event, mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uma Roloff, uh -huh. and <laughs> um, we're like, we everyone. It was a contest, anyway. Yes. But the next day, they said we saw an uptick in sales and what a great event right. and that to me is like I love that yeah again mm -hmm. it's really hard to yeah it's very difficult and PR it's hard yeah. it's also about what they do with the pieces yeah did you right. put it on your website did you share it on all of your social right. media yeah. you it's not just on you right yeah. so well, I'm curious because you're saying about how you're always on your phone <laughs> yes. so once you start bringing other people on like how do you find other people to work willing with you. to do that. <laughs> yeah, because it's one thing, right? When you started and this is like your business baby. Mm -hmm. So when you're expanding. Right. Well, I I have a great team and they're uh -huh. amazing. And I, I really try to to convey to them that even though I am available all the time to our clients, I don't really expect the same. Yeah. Not to say that I don't want them to work hard and they do work so hard. Right. But I do, and I'm also all about work-life balance too. Like yeah. I say I'm always on my phone, but I take vacations. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. I go away for the weekend. I'm actually going to Canyon Ranch for the first time in my life in, in two weeks and I'm Same. so excited. But yeah. like, you know, I'm all about going out to dinner. If you want to take, if you need to work from home one day because you have, you know, a personal reason. Yeah. I, I'm a person. I'm willing to have right. that conversation. Right, right, right. You know, like, and we're small enough that I want the, you know, my team to feel like they can talk to me about things and yeah. right. 
But th with that said, I work really, really hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I hope that, and I think it does rub off on them. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, just because I am on my phone all the time, I don't think it's necessarily the same choice for everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 What? How? Like, so if you're a business starting off, because you said something before that was really interesting. How important is getting that branding right? Like, just as an outside observer, because I think sometimes people. My best friend from growing up is yeah. a book publicist, and she's like always like left. She's like, I'm sorry, but I can't get your photo book of cat essay like cat essays put into the Today Show. Like, it just not yeah. happening. Yeah. Like sometimes people overestimate their own awesomeness and like what's a yes. good, you know, what are the, the core roots that somebody needs in order to be publicizable, I guess, right. right? I think a lot of it is, I mean, having a nice brand and good yeah. branding, I think it's a good investment, especially, or even just knowing what you are yeah. and being mm -hmm. willing to say it, having yeah. a niche. Um, I think that's one thing. I also think being willing to tell your personal story really helps. Yeah. Um, especially now, I think a lot of stories where the entrepreneur kind of is willing to talk about what it took to get there, yes. or mm -hmm. what were some of the obstacles, kind of a behind the scenes mm -hmm. look. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. And it also doesn't have to be 20 pages long. You know, it can be one paragraph. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, being willing to tell that story, I think is important. I also think it's, I mean, a lot of it is visual too. Right. Having beautiful photographs mm -hmm. of your product or your space or your mm -hmm. food. Um, I mean, we live in a super visual world yeah. right now with Instagram and even what, like, you can build a beautiful website on Squarespace yeah. now. Yeah. Um, giant Squarespace. Yeah, I do too. I all of her, yeah. You're using yeah. all of her buzzwords. Like Good. Well, it's so great. <laughs> Because there's no reason to have a bad website. Like I, you're a business owner, right? Like, it's there's no. It's so reason. easy. It's, it's like just, literally you're dragging only, photos. Yeah. It's not only easy, but it's now affordable. So it's exactly, like, you can just get down to the business of like just styling yourself. Definitely, you know, and the less yeah. is more thing. Like mm -hmm. you were mentioning earlier, mm -hmm. I think know what you are, say what you are, yeah. be mm -hmm. clear. Yeah. Um, a couple of beautiful visuals, and that's really all you you need. Yeah. And mm -hmm. of course. People get obsessed with what's our hook, what's our hook. Yeah. It's important to think about that. But when you try too hard, right. I also think that shows. Right. Yeah. Just be true to what you're doing and yeah. hopefully if you are running a business or you're hopefully you're passionate about it. Right. Yeah. And that should just shine through. Right, right, right. right. I'm really just hopefully about like you're hope. passionate yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean not everybody <laughs> is, but yeah. yeah. One of the things I mean I do PR, so yeah. <laughs> one of the things that we both loved about your site was that you had like press that you've gotten recently. And I thought that was such a yes. great marketing yeah. tool. For Things that own. we've gotten in the last six months. I was yeah. like, this is amazing because <laughs> sometimes people put stuff up and you're just like, well, when did this happen? And then you find yes. out it's 10 years ago. Exactly. And like, you can't dine out of the New York Times story from. Right. right. You're right. only as good as your last press hit, honestly. It's true. Which That's is really stressful, but it's true. Yeah. How much like have you had to start taking over sort of like creative social media stuff? Because more and more. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I obviously I mean I worked in PR straight PR um, but when I worked at Nike communications I actually helped them start their social media for the agency themselves okay. mm -hmm. so even and that was you know 2008 or 2009 yeah. um, so even then I I kind of realized that that was the direction things right. were going and that you mm -hmm. needed to 
you know, you're not going to beat it. Right. So you should join it now. Right. And now PR and social media, not, not that they're fused, but they're very, very interconnected. They're very mm -hmm. aligned, which is in some ways empowering for a business owner. I think so too. Because it's like you can make your own news and like, like right. we're friendly with Molly at Stone Fox Bride. We had oh done gosh. her wedding and like. Her stuff is amazing. My I'm, best friend's getting married. I'm her maid of honor. <laughs> and we have been talking about Stone Fox but Bride a lot. Like, oh no, if you're <laughs> married, you're talking about Stone Fox yeah. Bride. But she made that story and that like you know and then it's fed on itself with lots and she doesn't have a public she actually yeah. doesn't have a publicist but she's in public publishing right so, but like i think it's an interesting like if you do it really well it creates a story of itself like right Definitely. like and it becomes a focal point so it's it's an opportunity but it's also a lot of work yes yeah. it's a huge amount of work and this is i mean i'm the first person to like admit it's hard to do. I have a personal Instagram. I don't have an RVD communications Instagram, right, right. although we are launching one in May. Um, but <laughs> it's one of those things that like, it's hard. I mean, I'm running, I run a lot of Instagram accounts for my clients. Yeah. I run my personal Instagram account. I have a website to manage. Oh, yes. I yeah. have a dog and a boyfriend and a life yeah. and a business. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's just another thing. Yeah. And I understand, like, but for it, it's invaluable. You, yeah. you really, and that's one of the big things we help our clients with is, yeah. If it's not doing their day-to-day -day yeah. social, it's doing their splash pages, helping them take photos. For us, a lot of it is just getting our photographer in there to get a backlog of photos right. for them. Yeah. And that way they, they're not like, oh shoot, taking some like, you yeah. know, badly lit, <laughs> right. horrible yeah. photo. Yeah. That way they have those things. Yeah. Just making it as easy for yourself as possible. Yeah. Right. And just teaching them like best practices, no, which hashtags good. work. I don't know. It's a lot of education. Yeah. What advice? And would I'm you still give learning too. Right? It's hard. It, it changes is. every day. It changes every single day. <laughs> what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh my gosh. Um, I think probably to relax a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hard. I'm one of those people who's always like looking at the next thing. How yeah. can I? What's next? What's yeah. next? Mm -hmm. Um, so I would probably just say like, you know, enjoy, yeah. be calm, but also, you know, continue working hard. Right. I, don't know. Yeah. I would just, I think it's important for women to know that if they work hard, good things are going to happen. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's like, it always pays off. It, just it does. Pay, like it may not play out the way you were thinking it would, but it always yeah. pays off. It's yeah. good. It's, if you hustle and you're willing to put in like the real the gritty time right. yes. to like learn and grow, yeah. it's, you're gonna see it no and matter I, what path I you take. I think the more we talk to different business owners, I feel like those are the things that everybody says. Like you just like re work really hard and you always keep thinking about the next thing, right? Yeah. And like yeah. th that will sort of produce. Yeah, and so. what does growth look like to you in like five years? Oh goodness, um, sorry, that's a bad reaction. Yeah. I know, I'm so excited, yeah. I, I, it's just hard to know. It, yeah. I, right now we're, we're four full time yeah. with some interns, um, but I don't know, it's hard to know what is the ceiling and how right. many people, I really want to stay small. No, I know, that's like, So yeah. I mean, maybe 10 at the most yeah. people, but yeah. it's really just working. For me, it's working with great clients, clients. Mm -hmm. and uh, telling awesome stories yeah. and you know, maybe, I'm really Brooklyn-based right now, which I love, but maybe mm -hmm. I'm now doing a little bit more national, international yeah. stuff, a little bit more of that. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it's the New York winters aren't great, so I guess, I, I'd yeah. be cool. I'd be happy Never to go to San Francisco again. or LA. Exactly. <laughs> a little I'm, bit more. You're Gosh. like in our brains. In yeah. our brains, baby. Yeah. yeah, next winter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like maybe maybe just San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just no. throwing it out there. No, no, it's funny that you said that I had the sense I was like she should she would do very well in San Francisco. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I think I get it. Um, yeah. So maybe not. Yeah, no, it's good. Thank you so Thank much. You. So you guys are amazing. Thank oh, you. This no, is such a fun you. show. Yeah. Hey. So on social media, you, your Instagram's not launched yet, but it will be. Yeah. Well, my personal one is Rachel Norma, Rachel which is Norma. mostly business anyway. So. Okay. <laughs> and we're at bestiesinbusiness.com. And on Instagram, it's at bestiesinbiz. Um, actually, on all social. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.